Hello everyone and welcome back to the Gospel Teachings of Richard Arlen Kern. Today we are going to go into one of his papers that talks about the forgiveness of sins. And I think this is a very important topic that he uh, has researched. A lot of people, I feel like they think they are too far gone or they've made too many mistakes, they've sinned too much. Um, they don't understand what those sins were um, and don't know how to go about asking for forgiveness. Um, any of those things and all of those things I think are very abundant, especially uh, in our younger generations, which would uh, mostly be people around my age. But unfortunately, we've been misled and we don't know how to come back to God necessarily. And I think that this is such a good takeaway that no matter what you've done, you can always come back to God and ask for repentance in Jesus' name, be baptized, and truly live the life that you want to live. So we're going to dive right into this. The heading is Forgiveness of Sins. The summary is, except for blasphemy, which is speaking unfavorably about the Holy Spirit, God the Father will forgive every sin, even murder, if we believe Jesus Christ died for our sins and God raised him from the dead, and we repent of our sins and are baptized in Jesus' name, after which we will receive the Holy Spirit. Notice one thing only that blaspheming against the Holy Spirit is the only unforgivable sin, the only one, and I don't think that many people even know what that means, so we're, I mean, I think you all have to realize that everyone makes mistakes. We are all on our own journey, and we are all trying to find the right path. And I hope that coming and listening to this can be part of that. Uh, some scripture verses to back up that summary. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15. For if you forgive men their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you your offenses. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive you your offenses. So that's an important thing. If you want to be forgiven, forgive others. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31 and 32. Therefore I, or Jesus, say to you, that every kind of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven to men, but the blasphemy, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, or Jesus, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, neither in this world or in the world to come. So even if you speak bad about Jesus, or about God, about the Creator, you can be forgiven those things. Book of Mark, chapter 3, verses 28 through 30. Amen, I say to you, or Jesus speaking, that all sins shall be forgiven to the sons of men, and the blasphemies wherewith they may blaspheme. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but will be guilty of an everlasting sin. For they said, He, Jesus, has an unclean spirit. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 10. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, or Jesus, it shall be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven. So that shows you the importance of blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Uh, God very much, and Jesus very much, 
Greed and showed us that the Holy Spirit is not something to blaspheme or to speak against. Um, that is what all of creation and what we believe and should believe comes from. 1 John chapter 5, verses 16 through 19. He who knows his brother is committing a sin that is not unto death, shall ask, and shall give life to him who does not commit a sin unto death. There is sin unto death. I do not mean that anyone should ask as to that. All lawlessness is sin, and there is a sin unto death. We know that no one who is born of God commits sin, but the begotten of God preserves him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and the whole world is in the power of the evil one. That's very true. It's Although the creator of this world is our Lord and Savior, our God, um, unfortunately, the God of this world is Satan. <laughs> it's Unfortunately, our God is not very evident in the world we live in today, which is sad. Um, the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 28. Chapter 26, verse 28. For this is my blood, or Jesus' blood, for the new covenant, which is being shed for many unto the forgiveness of sins. Book of Luke, chapter 7, verse 47. Wherefore I, or Jesus, say to you, her sins, many as they are, shall be forgiven her, because she has loved much. But he to whom little is forgiven loves little. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 38. But Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I urge you, if you haven't watched, I did upload another video today. This one's going to go up a little later, but it pertains to baptism and the importance of it. It is very related to this, um, the forgiveness of your own sins and basically asking for another chance. These two are very much intertwined, so I urge you to, after watching this, watch that, or stop watching this, watch that, and come back to this. Either way, I think they're both uh, very, very good reads today, or listen, or to listen to today. Acts chapter 7, verse 58 and 60, and then chapter 8, verses 1 and 3. And they cast him, Stephen, out of the city and stoned him to death. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul, and Saul approved of his death. Now there broke out on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. Persecution, sorry. But Saul was harassing the church, entering house after house and dragging out men and women. He committed them to prison. The book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 10 and 11, 13 and 15 through 16. Now there was in Damascus a certain disciple named Ananias. And the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and ask at the house of Judas for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he is praying. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is a chosen vessel to me to carry my name among nations and kings and the children of Israel, for I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Book of Acts, chapter 13, verse 9. But Saul, also called Paul, so that's where Saul, uh, his name was changed to Paul, and Paul, or Saul, ended up being 
one of the greatest advocates for God and Jesus that there ever was. And that's after what you just read about what he did to, uh, to try to go against God and harassing the church. Um, it's, it's crazy that he went from that to being one of the biggest spokesperson or yeah, I'd say the biggest spokesperson for Jesus there was, uh, Next is 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, and then chapter 15, verses 9 and 10. Paul called by the will of God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. For I, Paul, am the best, I'm sorry, and the least of the apostles, and am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace or unmerited favor of God, I am what I am. And his grace in me has not been fruitless. In fact, I have labored more than any of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God with me. So he's saying he's least of all the apostles. Um, yet he has labored more than any of them um, for God. Which, like I said, from where he came from is an amazing thing. And that just should make you reconsider no matter what your past is, your future can be whatever you want. Um, and that could be God's plan, too. You just have to pray on it. You have to consider these things in the Bible, like forgiveness, like baptism, like sin, like Jesus, and just do your best to pray about the things you don't know and do what you do know. <laughs> the book of Romans, chapter six twenty through 23. For when you were the slaves of sin, you were free as regards justice. But what fruit had you then from those things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of these things is death, but now set free from sin and become slaves to God. You have your fruit unto sanctification, and as your end, life everlasting. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is life everlasting, in Christ Jesus our Lord. The book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9. For if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved from eternal death. So as you can see, the forgiveness of sins is evidently available through Jesus. No matter what you have done, except if you have spoken unfavorably against the Holy Spirit, um, which is, I imagine, far few and in between, like many people don't even know that is a thing. And uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to really put it out there more than it is already, but I'm trying to make the point that no matter the, your past, no matter how much you've sinned, no matter how much you've provoked God, spoke against God, Jesus, his law, his word, the Bible, it doesn't matter. If you can find truth now, ask for forgiveness, be baptized, you will get the Holy Spirit. You will get guidance to further the person you want to become in that regard, if that's what you want. Um, I am just making it apparent to all of you that it is there if you want it. It's up to you. It's take it or leave it, but at the end of the day, the opportunity is there. God, through Jesus, has given us every opportunity to come to him um, with really no excuse. Um, no matter what we've done, we're forgiven as long as we ask and believe and continue to do the right things. I ask that you all sit on this, pray about it, 
Um, I would also appreciate any comments to further this uh, channel as well as the gospel teachings of Richard Arlen Kern. Um, any likes or subscribes, shares are always very, um, I'm always very grateful for that. So thank you um, for anything that you end up doing to further this channel or this video. Uh, I hope you all have a blessed day. God bless.